On today's show, we practice social distancing. We scrap for any morsel of rugby we can get our hands on. We chat to Ian McKinley and Michael Bradley, who are on the front line in Italy. And we discuss what Irish treasures we should put in the rugby bunker. House of Rugby Bunker? The bunker House of rugby, rugby. The, the rugby bunker of fame. We're working on it. Joe presents Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby, together with Guinness. Hello, and you're very welcome to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby here on Joe, together with Guinness. This time last week, we said this could be the, the last Baz and Andrew for a while, and yeah. we weren't wrong. Yeah. Sad. Correct, actually, yeah. Well, we were, we were wrong because we've had another one a week later. But in principle, uh, it's the end of the world, as we know it. And podcasting is the least of your worries. Yeah? But kind of important in a, in a way. Yeah, important, um, important, but not as important as, you know, emergency medicine and, you know, yeah. stuff out there that's uh, going to trump what we're doing. But anyway, yeah. the show must go on. Uh, imagine the scene. Uh, Barry can't make it, by the way. That's why Pat's here. Imagine the scene. Um, it's I Am Legend. I'm Will Smith, obviously. Um, Barry's curled up in my arms. My dog, Barry. And uh, um, he's, he's sick. And uh, I pull down his eyelid. And, you know, there's signs of infection. And uh, then I just, I just give him a cuddle. But I cuddle him too hard. And then, you know, it's the... <laughs> It's the end of Barry. So I just toss Barry aside and I'm like, Pat, <laughs> get your arse to the sofa immediately. We have to do a show on Monday morning. Um, so, uh, no, the real truth is that um, Barry is, uh, he, may, he may could well be infected, but he's flying back from Dubai because the rest of his tour has been cancelled. Uh, and he'll join us, join us after, after quarantine, I would imagine. Probably quarantine now, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. for the foreseeable future, this is um, Andrew and Pat's House of Viruses. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's not funny. It's not funny. But um, we have to try and find some sort of jest for a period of time. We've got a couple mm. of people on uh, who are in the thick of it on lockdown in, uh, in Italy. We've got Ian McKinley and we've got Michael Bradley. So um, I'd imagine that will be the somber, tense part of the, the episode. Yes. So let's try and maintain some sort of sense of humor, even though there is disaster out there for a lot of people and a lot of tough times ahead. Obviously, no rugby part. No, there's, um, even today, I think the uh, the Gallagher's Premiership and the the Champions Cup, Challenge Cup, that'll all be kind of knocked on the head for you a while. Thought so, yeah. And um, a lot of speculation, and it's probably accurate as well that that could be, you know, a lot of stuff will be put off for a month, but I think it'll go for longer than that as well. So, um, so yeah, no no real rugby at the weekend. There was a bit of super rugby at the weekend, but uh, super. it's not so super anymore. No, it's no. Just, just super on its own, even if there's no rugby. It's gone, Champions Cup, yeah, Pro 14, obviously, Six Nations, everything's gone. Coronavirus has wiped out all sporting events, um, which makes it, makes it tricky, though, for being in isolation because um, it makes the days longer. Yeah, and yeah. And it makes, you know, there's no outlet and um, there's some tough times ahead. Um, 16 weeks they're talking about up north. Yeah, it does. I don't um, know if they've picked that number out of, the, out of the air, but 16 weeks is a marathon. Yeah, for isolation. Yeah, it's, um, uh, and then t- there was a lot of stuff, good stuff. I was even saying to you there before that the Late Late Show had, had been doing some really good stuff at yeah. the start of our show, but a lot of it is um, it's not a lot of, like, what happens, this is all well and good as well, but when you have kids in the house as well, or yeah. and your, your kids are kind of itching to get out, and, and <clears throat> it's the back garden is where they're going to be living now for, for the next while, and it's a, it's a sunny day today now down Airway, but... Um, that's where they're going to be sent out for the next few hours and just... If you're lucky enough to have a back yeah. garden that's big enough to entertain kids, like, 
Did anybody see the videos? We'll probably chat about this with McKinley and mm. Brad's later mm. on, but the videos of the flats in Italy. Yeah, People, yeah. like, trying to stay upbeat, singing songs. Yeah. The, um, there's even a DJ out there, and he had his decks out, yeah. and he was playing music for everybody as yeah. well. And there was I, would, I would imagine um, through all this, tough times, there will be some heartwarming stories mm, yeah. of kind of community engagement, everybody getting together and yeah. trying to find some way to get, get through. Yeah, there was a, a great one I saw of um, just a, a, an elderly lady, but she was out playing her flute, playing along to all the music, and then the husband came along and swatted it with a newspaper, like that they were already sick of, sick of it or her with her tin whistle just trying to keep, <laughs> keep everything going but yeah um but yeah i know that's there's already good stories and coming out about all that kind of communities getting together as well so um and that's what we have to do because even it's been spoken about um even you know by leo Varadkar as well it's just like just look after each other and we have to do this as a country together it's almost like a little challenge that we all yeah. have for the next while the 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 north v south interpretation of, of what mm. uh, the the policy or protocol is is it's not as too serious to be funny, but it is slightly amusing how mm. ridiculously different um, scientists are interpreting yeah, what yeah. we should be doing with it, our lives. It's um, it's so like from like forty eight like forty eight hours ago, what was normal in a way is not normal anymore. Like going out for a pint, which might have been fine last Tuesday or Wednesday, is now your social pariah. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yes, it's like massively shameful. Yeah. People making videos of guys in pubs mm. and all. And it's like considered against tra- trial by kind of social media. Yeah, massively shameful. To be fair, it's coming around to that being legitimate. Yeah, and uh, I brought the kids um, on the first day last Friday. They were off school, and I brought the three of them to the playground, and uh-huh. the playgrounds were then closed down the next day. So I was wondering, were people looking at us? Are playgrounds there? Playgrounds closed down here now as well. Yeah, I assumed that, that um, parks and playgrounds would be kind of because it's. I think parks are okay, but yeah, um, playgrounds are just kind of, it's just, again, it's an area where everybody can congregate and kids can pass on stuff to each other as yeah. well. And You know what they should do? <clears throat> do you remember Euro 96? Do you remember the water cannon? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bring that back. Anybody in pubs or playgrounds Bring the water cannon just back. needs to get hosed down with like antiseptic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> water, I don't know. Just get, get them out, get them, remobilize them again, yeah, get them yeah. on the streets, start water. That'd be a bit of entertainment. Yeah, and then all well. the villains will be just like flowing down the streets. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> yeah. um, but I, yeah, anyway, so like obviously down south, then that was issued last night, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pubs and restaurants, all the clothes up north, there's still, still a lot going on. So again, listen, we're not scientists, we're not going to get into. But happy birthday, singing happy birthday twice while washing your hands doesn't seem, yeah, <laughs> doesn't quite seem enough by comparison. Yeah, it's just, it's all about, um, it's these words that you never, or like these words put together, you never would have kind of social distancing and yeah. all that type of stuff. And um, yeah, and then just kind of everybody kind of keeping <clears> safe <throat> and staying away from each other. And uh, But yeah, it is funny because I have a sister who's a teacher and she's over in London and she's seen all the stuff that's going on back home here in, in Ireland and seen yeah. everybody pretty much on like semi-lockdown here and then she's gone off to teach a class this morning over in London and she's like this it feels weird and yeah it feels almost like they're a week behind us as well or and even up, up the north as well they're a week behind us um a lot of folks are kind of I suppose you can make that call yourself are you going to stay out of work just to look after your kids but yeah um but crazy like and it, it's it's one of the only weird things in a way where there needs to be a bit of cohesion, and there isn't. Yeah. And it's that north-south thing again. And it, it seems dramatically like polar opposite interpretations of how we, what we should be doing. Mm. But to be like in a few days' time, you would imagine it will all be aligned. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the, it, the north will catch up, and then everybody say, "Well, there's no 
big deal for a few days discrepancy. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, it was the, the whole herd immunity thing where, yeah. and there are scientists who kind of say there's a bit of logic to it, um, you know, a certain amount of the, 67% of the population will get it and eventually will all become, mm-hmm. uh, pick up some kind of immunity to it. But at the same time, you're going to cost, it's going to be very costly as well. Yeah. Like, so, um, And it's the, it's obviously like kids and stuff seem like they're, they're grand generally we mm. will probably be grand yeah with you know no underlying medical conditions but my granny's 98 yeah yeah you know i'm very worried about her my mum and dad are both in their 70s mm. worried about them uh, and being being worried about them the way <clears throat> kind of the solution to that is just don't go anywhere near them yeah and yeah you know, encourage them just lock down but again um foster up north said Schools probably would be closed for 16 weeks. Mm. Thought of no, it's not schools related, but obviously that means you know a general lockdown. Mm-hmm. Thought of my granny, being, she's too old for school. Yeah, <laughs> granted, <laughs> yeah. right there. But the thought, the thought of her, she got held back a few years. <laughs> <laughs> she failed a few exams. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of her being by herself for 16 weeks mm. is frightening. More frightening than the virus, nearly. Yeah, the isolation and the loneliness. I know my sister, um, like like a McDonald's drive-through, you know, gets Granny to open the side window. Really, and she drives off into the driveway and winds down the window, and you know, yeah, yeah, there'd be a, a lot of that. Like, um, yeah, and there, like, because I was even saying there, it was my dad's. I think it was his seventy-first birthday at the weekend, and yeah, because I've got the three kids as well. So there's a lot of talk about can the kids are they incubators, are they reservoirs for mm. for illnesses as well. So I just played it completely safe and then didn't go up for his birthday, which you know it felt a bit weird and. Um, yeah, and then but I, then I just left a present for him and a card at the house this morning on the way. I just drove by again, just dropped something in and and headed on and, and told my mum that I'd see her in six months. Yeah. <laughs> see it like I, as I drove <laughs> off out the window. But yeah, um, yeah, there'll be. I think as I, as I was saying there, that like, hopefully there's a lot of stuff where um, communities will start coming together, and I think there'll be a lot of. Well, hopefully now we look back in years to like come and months to come about a lot of innovation being used and communities getting together and people figuring ways around it and working their way around problems and mm-hmm. um, to be a lot of people with spare time like and time in their hands and hopefully we're still able to get out and um, yeah, the, the, some good comes from it as well. But um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, weird, weird, weird times. Like, and, um, Behaviours outside of like general kind of principles mm. Even behaviours, I was, um, so I was actually flying last week. It was obviously the last trip, bit of a smash and grab trip. Hopefully get some business and then get home and then that's us. It's yeah. going to be kind of conference calls and remote pitches from now on really. But um, on the on, on buses and stuff like this here, like I, I was literally standing with my hands in my pockets kind of breathing into myself like this and so, so conscious of germs and infection and all that. And then the boss kind of stopped, and I stumbled into this um, lady with a baby and all, you know. But like, like you, I'm so conscious about touching anything, mm. anything. I'm standing like this. I wonder then, could there be the impact, like potentially people with OCD issues or like some sort of mental mental health uh, fallout off the back of this? Because no one wants to touch it, and no one wants to. Yeah. Everyone's talking to each other like this. Mm. Do you know what impact could this have socially? People don't, aren't interacting the same way. Yeah, you talk to people, and you're like this. Especially you. <laughs> there was a very, um, there was an article in the Telegraph. The Telegraph are coming up with bizarre articles at the moment. They almost seem like they're, they're these guys are all living up in, you know, in some the Swiss Alps and some kind of bubble, <laughs> observing this happen. Like, yeah. and they're just talking about what it's going to do to society. But one guy had a column saying, <clears throat> you know, the benefit, the silver lining from this could be that we all start curtsying again. 
curtsying. <laughs> and the, the return of the curtsy might come back instead of the handshake. And, you know, what a silver lining this would be. It was like, what, like, what's even going on in your brain where you think that's kind of, that's any kind of silver lining to what's going on. But <laughs> curtsying, like he's been just dying for this moment to come back. Curtsying, please, please bring back curtsying. I've got it in the back pocket. Yeah, it's bizarre. Anyway, well, we, we're going to chat to a couple of people. We're going to mm-hmm. chat to McKinley and Brad's later on. But mm. what about any kind of rugby gossip? Yeah, well, there was. It, it's week. it's kind of funny, and, and I suppose the Six Nations was still kind of raging on as well there, and um, you know everybody talking about you know postponements and stuff as well. But it almost got missed. The Albie Matchison one got missed. Yeah, amid it all, didn't it? It was almost like it was bad news. Also, we're trying to sweep it under the car, bury yeah. the bad news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I think uh, he was well liked down at um, well liked down at Munster. Like, and I think it's a good yeah good sign like for it. him. Yeah, I, yeah. Must, I heard that a few weeks ago actually. And uh, I just wasn't brave enough to say it. I'm almost disappointed. Like, that you I know, I know. Pass it on to I me. I should be more gossipy about it. Yeah, that's that's a great signing. Yeah, and am I right in saying I think Matthewson and Cooney are kind of like for like they're a similar style, aren't they? Mm, yeah, they're both pretty like to go like you know make sniping runs and yeah. stuff. And yeah, so that'll almost like solidify Ulster's approach, their style of play. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No matter what nine we got here, this is the way we're going to play. Like obviously. Shanahan scored more tries than anybody last season, maybe. He scored really, yeah. half a dozen tries or something. No, maybe not more than anyone, but mm. anyway, picked up loads of tr- So he's lively as well. Mm-hmm. So that's all three nines are going to play that style of rugby. Yeah. Madigan. <clears throat> yes. Um, news. That was a big one, then. yeah, as well. And I think it seems, I could have the details wrong in this, just a one year deal for now or Is something. That right? but, um, but yeah, like I'd say that's that's good business for them as well. Like, and, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's. I didn't see that coming at all. But I, there there was, was often talk of him looking to return home, and um, and be, he'd been linked with Munster in the past as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Ulster's a good deal, and, and spe- maybe the fact that the, the likes of Jordy Murphy and Jack McGrath are up there as well. Yeah. he knows a few more lads, and they're g- giving him the word on what it's like up there as well. But yeah. I think that's a really good signing. Yeah, Jack McGrath signed on as well. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's nice to have a few options up there as well. Yeah. Obviously, um, Mads can play twelve. Play a bit of 15 as well. Mm, I don't know if yeah. he's been playing much 15 recently. He hasn't been playing that much rugby recently, I don't yeah, think, has yeah. he? No, yeah, he was out for a bit because um, he was just going so well over there that would, because he was playing so often, there'd be a story about him every week or two as well. Like, so I yeah. think he's been out for a while, but um, yeah, it didn't really work out for him in a way. Like, I can see why he made the move, but he didn't have the best times over at Bordeaux. But then when, once he went to Bristol and was working under Pat Lamb, he's came on really well. And yeah. a good player, though, like, yeah, oh, a really yeah. good player, yeah. Uh, 30 now, 30 years old. Yeah, probably that sounds about right. Yeah, because yeah. 20, yeah, 2015, like five years ago, was when he was kind of, he was just starting to kind of settle into that Irish setup. So yeah, yeah, to, yeah to around 30 sounds right. Yeah, Grant. Um, and then obviously the only other announcement last week, really, apart from all the cancellations, <laughs> was uh, Marler ten weeks, mm. uh, Tua Langi four weeks, uh, and Luisi. Yeah, Lucy, is that how you say that? Yeah, Sam Luisi, yeah. Uh, Scarlet's uh, rule five weeks for him. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? It's a bit crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah. um, I, this all like, this all seems like a tedious, ridiculous conversation in light of what's going on. But anyway, we'll just we'll just put this to one. We'll just enjoy our little rugby chat. Yeah, just our, a sprinkling of rugby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it seems crazy that... Um, there maybe you can... There might be these mitigating circumstances that Tui Laggy could be saying... Um, North had a shoulder up. There was like he got uh, Slade had tackled George North from behind, and he was falling. There could like you know if, again if you play it in real speed, 
Yeah. There could be stuff like that you get away with, but still just to get, like, what is it, four weeks, and then Marler gets ten weeks. Yeah. Um, Too long, you know, I don't, I can kind of, I just, I feel like there is mitigation with that one because mm. North was on his way down. That's the only thing that saves him. Yeah. And it's fair enough now. It, it did look like he was really dynamically throwing that shoulder. Mm. But when he's four weeks and Lucy's five weeks. Yeah. That is ridiculous that there's only um, 25% yeah. <laughs> extra punishment for just throwing a, like two blatant yeah, digs. Yeah, two, two as well, yeah. And I think um, the French tighthead prop got only three weeks as well. Like, um, like what's the... Yeah. Let's get, um, um, what's his name? <laughs> the ref from last week. Oh, Johnny Lacey, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sir. Should have just called him sir. Let's get sir back. Talk about some rules, yeah. But yeah. Um, no, it's, um, it, it doesn't seem right in a way. And, and it, it, again, even what John Lacey was talking about last week was um, what kind of example are you trying to set to people? And he, even though he, he kind of gave a good reason why, why Marler should be punished so it kind of gets cut out in the future yeah. and people know it's not right. But then why are you giving someone a three-week or a five-week ban for punching the head off somebody? Like, yeah. And thinking about it, thinking it through and deciding, I'm not only am I going to throw one punch, I'm going to throw two as yeah. well. So. And whatever happened then with his uh, his defence was that he'd been gouged. Yeah, yeah. So whatever happened with that? Did, did that stand up? or it must? I'd, I'd say it probably came into it because three weeks seems like that he might have felt that that footage wasn't seen in the initial replays, but... It was kind of a one where it was the Scottish number eight. I think Hannon kind of reached out, but it wasn't really a gouge. It was just kind of like his hands made yeah. contact with his face. And then there was a punch thrown as well. So I don't know, unless they could have used that and said, I don't know, the French must have been able to kind of argue it. But yeah. that's why maybe it was so low, three weeks that he was provoked or he couldn't see properly. Yeah. Or, um, anyway, they'll not, none of them will serve any bans effectively. Everything, <laughs> will they? they'll just be a, a, will it be postponed the bans until the season starts. Probably, again? yeah. I think that's the way it would work, though. Yeah, like in a, the, like the legal way. But I don't know. I think it's just going to be a global amnesty on all kind of. They're they're even letting the you know low level criminals out of jail here down in Dublin as well <laughs> just to send them home. So everybody, is that right? Yeah, is yeah. it? Because they don't want to be uh, people in prisons to be kind of catching it as well. Yeah. Like so, um, if as long as you're not a danger to society, yeah. can we trust you to go home with your family? It's like <laughs> Con Air Two or yeah. something. Like that. We're all going to send you on a plane back. <laughs> um, it's like the premise for some kind of you know action movie with yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Cena or something like that. One but, that we'll get quoted on this show in five years' time. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking. Remember what we said. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so there's that type of thing where I think <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff that seemed important, like someone fondling someone else's testicles uh-huh. don't really seem that important at all yes. anymore yeah no let's put uh, testicle fondling on the back burner for now <laughs> for now <laughs> I think uh, grand okay let's take a quick break and then we're going to get a chat with uh, Ian McKinley and Michael Bradley you're listening to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe together with Guinness Okay, um, uh, Ian. Ian's on the line. Ian McKinley from. This sounds like um, like I'm introducing a contestant on a game show. <laughs> Ian McKinley, come on down. <laughs> Ian, how's things? Trimby here and Pat's here as well. What's the crack? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks. Everything. Everything's pretty quiet at the moment where where I'm living. So. Yeah, I'm sure it's a weird time uh, to be in Italy. Um, talk us through it. What's going on? Um, talk us through um, how kind of. What what happened whenever you went into training? Whenever they said, right, everybody go home, and what's the what's the protocol? Who you allowed to talk to? Are you doing any training? Give us a give us a bit of insight. What life's like at the minute? Yeah, so I play with uh, with Benetton Treviso, so I actually live, live in Treviso, and I suppose since last 
uh, Saturday because we actually played the Dragons last Friday evening in Wales. And when we got back on Saturday, that Saturday evening, um, the, you know, the Prime Minister Conte said that, uh, you know, the whole country needs to go basically into, into lockdown. So uh, it took a few days, I think, for um, for people to really understand that in businesses and even us as a rugby club, uh, you know, we still had the the gym open and everything because we were, we were given a week off because we knew the games had been cancelled, but uh, the gym was still open and, and everything like that and shops and, you know, cafes and things like that. But then on Wednesday, there's been a total shutdown since last Wednesday, a total uh, lockdown of everything. So it's basically... Uh, the only reason you can go outside is to go for a shop, but there has to be one person at a time and uh, walking your dog. If you've got no other proper reason, you know, the, the police have the authority to, uh, you know, to find you on the spot or, or, or worse. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty serious since last week. So if they, sorry, if they catch you out, catch you, if they, if, if you're out with like more than one person, then that's it. Like that's, um, if you if you don't home? have a, if you don't have a good enough yeah if you don't have a good enough reason or a written uh, certificate as to say why you're out um, you know if you're out for work purposes then okay and then if the work can confirm that then that's fine but if you're if you're not you could be yeah you're on the risk of uh, of getting into trouble so it's yeah it's, it's been taken very very seriously over here and what's the general um, the general opinion um, that that Italy were too late to impose those sanctions, or is that what people are thinking? Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I'm not an expert at all in in you know in, in this topic, but I mean, I, I think the Italian government have done pretty well because I think if you go into a situation where you know you're living your life 100 percent to then all of a sudden zero you know, the the whole country can go into panic. So there's been a bit of a gradual, uh, as I said, from last weekend, from last weekend to Wednesday, there was a bit of a gradual, um, you know, uh, gradual closure of, of various shops. And then from last Wednesday till now, everything has just been shut down. So I think it gave people a bit of time to to uh, to prepare for, for the worst. So um, here, I mean, I've seen there's been lots of videos of panic buying, you know, at home and, yeah. things like that but here in fairness people have been pretty good and uh, you know everyone is fairly respectful of of the the one meter rule and gatherings and all that so it's uh I, me personally i think the italian government have acted pretty pretty well yeah and um so what's the story with you then at the minute so uh, are you are you able to stay fit at all? Are you kind of just doing just press ups and sit ups or, or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I think some of the, some of the guys on our team who you know live in uh, live in South Africa or Ireland or wherever have managed to manage to get home. Um, this oh. this has been my home for nearly ten years, so um, you know I I decided to just you know with my family stay stay here. So yeah, it, it, all gyms are closed and everything is completely blocked off. So in terms of trying to keep fit is pretty is pretty difficult. The club have given, you know, various at home programs which, you know, you sort of have to improvise with, you know, maybe lifting a about ten plates doing a squat or something like that. So it's not, you know, you just have to uh, have to improvise. But uh, yeah, it, it's difficult to to try and keep up uh, the same level as you were before. 
And even like um, I suppose even it, it it's a weird in a way that Italy was almost like a, for us here in Ireland like maybe it was a week or two ahead of where we might be heading in the same direction as well. But um, it seemed like at the start the Italian clubs were like you know teams weren't going over to play in Italy as well. And was there kind of extra security put in for you guys, or like did you guys ever get tested as a, as a squad as well? Did anything like that happen? Yeah, I mean, as I said, we played was it a couple of weekends ago uh, against Newport, so we had all of our you know temperature taken before going just just in case. So um, you know, I, I just think there was a lot more information given to us in terms of you know no contact and washing your hands and all that sort of stuff. So, um, but I certainly know maybe you know the footballing teams would have a lot more mm. <laughs> budget, so they're able to test properly each each individual player but we nobody from our team has, has had any sort of symptoms or anything so does it feel in a way like um almost like you're in the future because i look at america now and it's almost like they're another week behind and it feels like i'm in the future and you're looking at them thinking they're crazy but are, are, were you getting back onto people back in ireland and and get, like letting them know like try it must be a weird one trying to reassure them but also let them know how serious it is as well yeah, I suppose the worst thing to do is try and make people panic, but it's a it's a it's a fine line between you know making people panic and actually getting people prepared for it. Because um, I suppose when you, when you put it like that, in the future, yeah, you are. It feels like I am whenever I'm talking to family and friends back in Ireland, talking to a week or two a week or two ahead of of, uh, of the actual event. So um, we, myself and my my missus had a you know, we thought of maybe going going back to Ireland just with our with our families, but then you know, again, this is our home. But then we 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 thought, you know, that uh, we don't want to we don't want to spread it. And uh, if we go back to Ireland, we could be having the worst of both worlds. You know, we're in a situation of lockdown here in Italy, and then you know, if we were if we were to go to Ireland maybe a week ago, Ireland could be in the same the same uh, the same position now. I know schools and everything have been closed, but you know businesses are still open. So, uh, but but we're at a total 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 lockdown. Everything is shut. So you're, yourself and Julie, are you sitting? Are you watching a few box sets, or how, how are you passing the time? You're not singing on balconies, are you? <laughs> Uh, well, funny enough, there was a guy playing his trumpet there yesterday. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, you sat outside listening for a little bit. But uh, no, it's very, very quiet, particularly at the weekend. I mean, there's still some people that are out and about, but particularly Saturday, Sunday at the weekend, it was just, it was like being in an apocalyptic film, really. I mean, uh, my my my, uh, my wife took a few videos and, and stuff like that. And it's just like as if you've, another film 28 days later it's, just, it's exactly like that you get the odd person walking around and then whenever you do see them you know you're keeping a a big distance from them so it it is sort of surreal and, and bizarre uh, situation but uh, you know there's only so much TV <laughs> that you can watch and just trying to think of alternative things just to keep your day your day moving it does, um, is Julie able to work or is she still working or is she kind of Keeping busy in her own way down at home as well. Sorry, well, my, my missus is called Cordelia, not Julie. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, we'll edit that out. We'll be grand. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, she's um, she's actually documenting it just because. Oh, okay, yeah. I think yeah. My, my 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 siblings, you know, the, my brother and sister said, "Well, listen, you're at the epicenter of a 
of a pandemic here uh, and this is something that hasn't happened and might not happen for a very long time might be good just to you know just record everything and um, so that's what what she's doing and you know you we sort of have a little routine in the morning where we walk our dog we then do a bit of exercise have lunch and then by that time you know you either read or you do a bit of study or I mean I managed to nab a PlayStation off my friend which I haven't had one for about 12 years and uh, sort of turn them back to my childhood. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the, the healthiest thing in the world, but it just sort of occupies a few hours in the day. No, it's funny because I think everybody's starting to get a realisation how significant this time is going to be. And uh, I saw one I saw one meme and it was like, we'll look back in 20 years' time when people say, Grandad, what did you do during coronavirus? And you'll be like, yeah, yeah. play the PlayStation, um, <laughs> uh, played Scrabble yeah. <laughs> with Julie. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, miss, your, your wife will be listening to this. She'll my be like, other, who's Julie? <laughs> my other wife. Yeah, yeah I got exactly. One the, got one during the virus. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, yeah, it, I mean, it's, listen, it's, it's history and uh, it sort of is surreal when you're, when you're, when you're living in it and... Um, but even, you know, reading reports, you know, the, the numbers aren't going down. Um, you know, there's still a spike going in Italy. It's now France. It's now Spain. So hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, the UK and Ireland doesn't get, you know, doesn't get it too bad. But uh, I think, you know, drastic measures might have to be taken a bit more than what they've already been been done. Yeah, sounds good. Ian, well, listen, we'll, uh, I'm sure you've got loads to do there. Um, so we'll let, <laughs> it's a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> you Twenty minutes of my time. <laughs> we'll let you get back to it. But um, just uh, on a side note, I know we're not, we're not. It seems trivial to talk about rugby, but um, your story was pretty inspirational, and uh, you made a lot of Irish people very proud. Um, kind of your your whole story about moving across there and making a uh, making a real fist of it, and uh, things have worked out brilliantly. So um, everybody's very proud of you, and hopefully we'll see you back oh, on the pitch sometime soon. Cheers. Really appreciate that. Thanks. Love to Julie. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I think you 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 met uh, you met my mother-in-law at a wedding up in the north. That's think, right. Year, I, I forgot yeah, about that. That's, that's right. Yeah, she she gladly sent me the photo. So, oh, very good. Uh, I forgot about that yeah, actually. You, yeah. Yeah, that so that's where my that's where my missus is from in Balahi there. So Oh great uh, great part of the world and we had a great yeah. day at that wedding. Actually yeah. there'll be very few Good. of those occasions <laughs> anytime soon. But um, yeah. anyway, listen, great, good man. Good. Uh, Ian, great to Take chat care. to you. Cheers, Ian. Yeah. Cheers, thanks. Catch a lot. you soon. Cheers. Bye, 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 bye. What a Ooh. great lad. Yeah. Doing all right. Yeah. Walking the sure out out. If you're allowed out of your house to walk the dog, you'd almost be like itching to get a dog or something. We don't have a yeah, dog, yeah. yeah. We have Italians, rabbits that do nothing at the back garden, but yeah. <laughs> the Italians, obviously, they um, they rate their dogs very highly then. Yeah. <laughs> no one's allowed out apart from that one. But <laughs> well, you got a dog. <laughs> that one thing. Um, you're okay. <clears throat> yeah. Fib. Yeah, himself and Cordelia over there. Cordelia, yeah. Great, yeah. He told me and then I immediately forgot yeah. the name. Um, but... Um, yeah, it'd be very interesting. And it'd be interesting to see, because I know uh, Brad's would be in another part of Italy now and see, you know, what the it's, kind of situation is. Am I right in saying so Parma, Zebra? Yeah, yeah. It's le- it was less, like, I know it was all, all pretty significant. Yeah, yeah. It's still North Italy, but mm. Treviso was right in the thick of it, wasn't oh, okay, it? Okay, yeah, yeah. I think, I that think. That Lombardy region, I wonder if it's there. Maybe. Yeah. So, will we just get, get Brad's on the yeah, line? Yeah, we'll give him a shout, yeah. Take a wee break and we'll get Brad's on the line. Toilet paper for your bum, self-isolation, everyone.
around the plains, park the boats, dry cough fever, itchy throat, close the borders, sanitize, make your children sleep outside, sneezing, wheezing, headaches too, there's nothing left for us to do. Self-isolation, 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 self-isolation. Um, okay, we've got Michael Bradley on the line, um, former Connacht coach, former Edinburgh coach, and now um, coach of Zebra, and has just renewed for a few years. Um, obviously, that rugby aside, Brad's there's an awful lot going on aside from rugby where you are at the minute. What's the what's the state of affairs? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's um, well, uh, locked down completely. So that means basically um, we operate from from our home. Uh, to work and back uh, to home. You can go out um, for uh, obviously for shopping for food and uh, medical medical supplies if you need them from the pharmacy. And um, the government has requested that everybody abides by this for the next well, it's two weeks. We're kind of halfway through the first week now, and uh, they might be uh, they'll look at it again at the end of the second week. So it's a very um, surreal type of um, atmosphere at the moment in uh, in Parma, but it's, it's replicated uh, throughout Italy. And the compliance is uh, is very good, but um, this uh, this virus is uh, is uh, is a serious threat. And also, um, I think uh, everybody is aware of that, and and uh, they're supporting the the direction the government has given. Okay, Brad, do you want to take us back? Give us a bit of an idea of the the timeline. Of, of when you guys came into training and when you got notified everybody's going home and is there is there are they saying it's only for a period of a couple of weeks or are they saying listen you're you're there indefinitely at home um, adhering to the policy the the lockdown from the government um okay so the timing was actually uh, coming into the break in in the pro 14 it was it was the the next round of the um of the Six Nations, which would have been, I suppose, Ireland's second, uh, Ireland's second last game, um, and um, so we 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 had a we had that scheduled week also. So guys had to, those who were not Italian had, had booked to to go home or elsewhere. So the, the lockdown then happened at the at the end of that week. So in other words, if the Sunday of the Monday we were meant to come back into uh, into camp. So on the on the Sunday we we told the guys who were outside of Italy to stay outside of Italy uh, on the basis that they would be coming into a lockdown situation and there would be nothing happening here from a on pitch scenario as a group. Obviously the boys are training away as individuals, but we were not training as a group. And uh, that's the position we've been in more or less uh, more or less since. And that was um, I suppose that was last uh, last Sunday week. And, um, you know, when you say it's indefinite, I mean, I, I think everybody's learning about the, the virus and its characteristics as uh, each day progresses. You know, I think the, the figures in, in, in China, as an example, when they did a lockdown, have been encouraging. Um, so I, I think that's, that's basically the policy that, that, that most countries will, will take and adhere to. The, um, there, there was, a, I suppose, we were chatting to Ian McKinley there, and he's kind of over in, the, you know, Treviso there, and he was kind of saying that, for the the Benetton lads, they were all getting their temperatures checked, and um, you know it was it was kind of stringent enough in a way. It was was it similar with Zebra? Like were the lads having to get temperatures checked on a regular basis, and and even did anybody get tested at all? Uh, that I'm aware of, uh, none of the lads were were tested, and we didn't meet meet as a group. Um, I'm not sure. Did well, 
if Treviso met, uh, then obviously they were getting tested. Uh, that was probably a precaution that they were taking at the time. But uh, we made the decision not to meet at all as a group because um, it's just uh, it's quite uh, it's quite easy to transfer the virus, you know. So uh, it was it was a decision we made, uh, and so there was they weren't here to be tested in terms of temperature. Mm-hmm. Brad, have you um, have you been following things in Ireland um, and and looking on from the outside and obviously what you're experiencing in, in Italy? Are you kind of thinking, you know, what, what's why are we delaying things in Ireland, or or are we, are you kind of looking like to what, the way Italy was two weeks ago and uh, and kind of wondering why we're maybe a little bit slower to react? Uh, yeah, I am actually. First of all, I am looking, and uh, I mean, I. I was, uh, I suppose I was really disappointed that Cheltenham went ahead because mm. of the Irish, um, the Irish uh, connection there. You know, I, I think it's it's beyond belief uh, for it to to actually happen. And, and you know, it, I watched some of the event and and I was going, gosh, there's there's people dying over here and there's a group of people over there um, uh, enjoying themselves in Bertha Commons, but they could cause a big problem for for the Irish population and even the population in the UK in, in a couple of weeks' time at the rate this thing kicks off, you know. So anyway, that would be my view. So I, I, I see where the, the schools obviously closed on, I think, Friday mm-hmm. and the colleges. And um, my my two brothers are involved in in the um, bar business. So they're, they're both their premises are closed now, which is good. Um, so I think we have to be very careful, you know. Yeah, have you any other family um, that you're like concerned about or keeping in touch with, Brad? Oh, yeah. I mean, like I've, well, I've five brothers and they all have uh, extended family, and, and my mum is in Cork. So obviously, we'd, we'd be we'd be very mindful of of the contact that that she would be having um, because she's in in a vulnerable age group. But um, you know, I think just to listen to what what's been said in terms of the guidelines and abide by them and and I think uh, uh, I think the sooner that the sooner that uh, basically um, socializing needs needs to needs to um, really be curtailed at the moment just for a period of two three weeks which is the learning process in uh, in uh, China and uh, hopefully that will that will uh, help a lot you know yeah and what's what's your own situation there like you know, in your own house, your own household um, over in Italy there. It's, have you got a bit of a day-to-day routine set up for yourself, yourself and, and family and stuff? Well, my, my family is in Cork. Oh, so, wow. um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so like, from, from me over here, um, so I, I have the apartment, obviously, and it's quiet because I'm there on my own. And uh, I, can, I can go into work. Uh, so I do, which breaks the day for me. And... Um, that's it, really. So I don't really see too many people, but uh, we we have uh, we've work to do with the boys. So you know we've given them tasks in terms of rugby tasks. So there's a there's a full day full day of work uh, for us in terms of communicating with the, with the boys. It's just not face to face, and uh, just from a rugby point of view and perspective, they they take care of their own um, I suppose physical well being in terms of uh, they do the, the training on their own, as I said and uh, both gym and athletic and uh, then we try and put a bit of pressure on them from the from the the rugby side rugby side decision making but it's just it's over it's like school it's over (laughs) it's over the internet Uh and uh, more generally then brad's uh, aside from 
coronavirus. Um, you're you're enjoying Parma. You're enjoying Zebra. You've had a bit of success, and you're you're staying on, and uh, you're you're pretty fond of the place. Yeah, Andrew, it's, it's a. I mean, it's a, it's a good place. Uh, it's a good place to, uh, to work. I mean, Italy is a fantastic country, you know, and um, there's a lot to see here outside of the rugby side of things. And 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 for from a rugby point of view, I mean, Italy is under pressure. Both Treviso and Zebra are under pressure. We know that, and the national side. But there's a lot of very very good talent uh, coming through. And I know Conor O'Shea was preaching this a couple of years ago, but it is true. And uh, it's a matter of getting that, that talent through to the national side as, as soon as possible. And, and that will benefit all. So, I mean, you 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 would... I recognise the, the, the opportunity, shall we say, with the work that's been done at under-18 and under-20 level in particular. Steve Abu uh, has a lot to do with that. And, um, you know, it's it's the opportunity is there really for Italy and it's just a matter of, of I suppose, having the political will to, to get it over the line. Yeah, I know all about it, um, Brads. Um, uh, the Ulster guys who travelled, uh, who played away to Zebra a couple of years ago, uh, know all about it because um, we we got our pants pulled down <laughs> by you. It was one of your first uh, few games in charge, and it was one of my first games as captain. And we got <laughs> we got bet out the game out the gate, <laughs> and uh, yeah. somehow I got all the blame, even though I, I thought the pack got their heads kicked in. <laughs> but it was <laughs> well, you were. I think to be fair now, Les Kiss was the Les Kiss was the coach that day, and and you held. I think you held six or seven of your starting pack. Uh, for the European Cup the following the following week, which he won, uh-huh. so um, you know it's 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 horses for courses, I think, and and to be fair, we we got an intercept that day, so that kind of made the difference. Yeah, yeah, I I've I don't remember much about it. I think I've just uh, put it to the back of my mind, but um, that was the, that was my that was kind of the beginning of the end for me, and then by the end of that season, I was completely washed up. <laughs> so. Um, well, yeah, well, I, well, as a pre- as a present, I can send you a, a video copy of that. There's no, no. Problem. <laughs> no, you're okay. Thanks, Brad. Okay. You're all good. Um, Not yeah, listen, Brad. Uh, great, great to chat to you. Um, stay safe and uh, keep yourself busy. Anyway, keep yourself out of mischief there in the flat by yourself. Okay, but, Andrew. Uh, okay, we, okay. We, we wish you well. Talk to you soon. Cheers, Brad. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Brad. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye bye. Another great lad. Yeah. This, this would just be us, yeah, ringing stranded rugby players yeah. and coaches the world over now for the next it's a far, few months. It's a far nicer version of us than the prank calling us yeah. from a few weeks ago. <laughs> just, we're being kind now as well, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Instead of yeah, we're actually making genuine calls to people now. Yeah, I know. Um, I feel better now. Speaking of keeping in touch with people, mm-hmm. we're gonna get um, a little bit of. We're gonna give you a penguin account. Yes, because that's um, it. How are the penguins getting on? How are, yeah. Mm. How are our penguins? It's Only a worrying time for penguins as well. It is, especially because none of them adhere to the protocols. They're all hugging each other, like <laughs> keeping each other warm <laughs> and spreading the virus. Hopefully <laughs> together, yeah. Uh, right, we'll be back with part three. You're listening to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. Uh, okay, uh, Michael Bradley and Ian McKinley there um, giving us a bit of insight into real life in Italy at the minute frightening enough um, stuff Pat yeah we reached out to all you penguins there over the weekend because we knew the show was coming up on Monday and uh, we were asking if there's any topics that you'd like to discuss so thanks to all of you who got back to us on the House of Rugby Ireland Facebook group and um, at House of Rugby on Twitter as well uh, so obviously crazy times we've reached out to the penguins and uh, they came back with something, something brilliant Glenn Young captures the mood 
Um, Glenn Young, quote, um, all the rugby has been cancelled. Um, can you ask them if they think that this is a sign that civilization as we know it is about to crumble and society will soon descend into a dystopian Mad Max style future where each and every man and woman will be forced to squabble and toil for each morsel of food and each paper uh, sheet of toilet paper <laughs> until those with only the strongest resolve or the lowest fibre diet will remain... <laughs> <laughs> or ask them about Ma- uh, Madigan standing to Ulster. <laughs> so, uh, Glenn, for me, that's that's uh, Penguin of the Week style. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great stuff, Glenn. That's the sort of stuff's going to keep us going. Yeah, might not keep us alive, but it'll keep our spirits up. Keep it up, Glenn. <laughs> Fair play to you. Penguin of the Week. Congratulations for Did the audio. We're holding up the the trophy. Cardboard penguin. Yeah. Did, if there's any toilet roll attached to that. Penguin right now. <laughs> Be highly confident. Um, somebody else was asking me there. Um, you know, one of the questions was like, uh, "How's Fla? How's Fla getting on?" And I was just saying, that, Fla? Yeah." And I was saying that he's either building his own home gym at the moment, or he's uh, he's we put him in a bunker. Uh-huh. So I was kind of saying, "We'll just keep a few Irish." You know, a few Irish things saved for future societies. Yeah, all of our national treasures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flaz up there. Flaz one of them, yeah. yeah. You, me and Baz are like mm. on the front line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we could somehow just scramble to get over anybody, it'd be great, but... Yeah, and then him and Bono and all in the, in the bunker. Bono um, would be in there, all right, wouldn't he? Him, Bono and Draco, maybe. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll maybe do a live episode from the bunker. Yes. The bunker of rugby. The bunker of viruses. The bunker of rugby. A live, <laughs> uh, live shout out oh, to the bunker we, of viruses. If we could even get access to that bunker, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, yeah, Ardlow Hanlon. The cores, maybe? Some of the cores? Let's wait and see if there's space. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's not go crazy no, with the no, passes. No. Um, Brennan's Bread. Um, Guinness, I suppose. Yeah. Or maybe just the recipe. Because they sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, they're there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick another brand of beer. Why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if... I'm kind of thinking of, yeah, if, well, a few Northern Irish people are allowed in the bunker as well. Like Arlene Foster? Well, well, well wait, <laughs> with the, her and the cores can kind of go in the sand violets. <laughs> okay, great. Maybe uh, any penguin suggestions for uh, induction, an induction into the, 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 the Bunker Hall of Fame uh, would be ideal. So get uh, your suggestions in on the Facebook group or on Twitter. We'll wrap it up. We've done it. Yeah. Cheers to everyone for listening and those of you watching on YouTube. Big thanks to Pat, Ian, Paul and Anto for your help this week on the show. This has been Baz and Andrews, House of Viruses, on Joe, together with Guinness. Party on. Party on. You were listening to Baz and Andrews, House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. Drink responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie for the facts.